Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and those of you who are undecided. Sup? Welcome to Phobia Phobia. I'm Kaz. And I'm Eddie, just taking a drink of coffee, missing my cue. And this is the third episode now, and we have not done that right once. I think we did it right once. We, we did record on a Wednesday once. Oh, you mean the introduction? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, we're... Uh, yeah, we're not working to a script, for any of you wondering. Like, we don't have a script. We just kind of start talking. We probably should have a script, but we don't. We would never stick to a script, just like we never stick to a topic. Like, it would just be a waste of effort. Well, I mean, I'm actually quite good at sticking to scripts when I need to. But that is what a drama degree does, so... I don't know. I had to get something out of my degree, okay? This podcast is all I'm getting out of my degree, so... You know. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yep. Yay, degrees! <clears throat> Yay, don't study psychology. Don't study drama. Just don't go to university. They're fucking ripoff. I mean... No, they definitely are. Jesus Christ, what is it, nine grand a year for fees? Yeah, I think we dodged that by a year. We we literally did. If we had of, um, held off by one year, our fees would have tripled. Mm-hmm. Because when, that's not even an exaggeration. They literally would yeah, have tripled. When I got when we got our A level results, and I was heartbroken about the first and only C I've ever got in my life. Um. My someone's response, I can't remember who it was, it was very unhelpful. But the response was, "Well, why didn't you go back and redo your A levels?" And I was like, "Bitch, I passed them all." Yeah. Like really, um, and honestly, I would not have stayed in that situation for a moment longer. Oh, well, but, yeah, no, bother um, that. Oh, our teenage years were rambunctious, weren't they, Eddie? I just full on don't understand the concept of a, of a, what is it, a victory lap? The thing they do in Canada? What's that? It's, it's, it, um, a Canadian friend of mine told me they call it a victory lap where, um, when you finish high school, you can just repeat the last year to try and get better results if you're not happy with them. It's just called a victory lap and apparently a lot of people choose to do it. Like, I do actually understand that in some ways. I mean, my upper sixth year was, you know, not to get too into it, but was definitely the first time I really just discovered that I struggled with depression mm. and anxiety. And you were there, you remember. Sure <laughs> um, I think maybe being able to go back and do that wouldn't have been the worst thing, but not there and not in the same environment. That would have just made me worse. No, God. Yeah. Oh, our, our secondary school was great. Please. Oh, like, I great loved school. Primary. Loved great it. school. Fantastic teachers for the most part. And no, yeah, it was a great place, but like, no, no more than seven years. Like seven years was fine. Yeah. Although I do have to say, um, the one positive of COVID. Did I say this to you on our group chat? No. Mm-hmm. My 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 one positive I'm getting out of COVID, well, apart from the fact that I can work from home and I've literally, it's, what, 10 to 5 in the evening and I've been in my pyjamas all day. Um, oh, me too. I'm still wearing my pyjama shirt. I just had to put jeans on to go to the okay, shop. It's okay, guys. I'm wearing a bra. So that's what counts. I'm sure everyone was wondering. You know, anybody that's ever seen me probably wonders. But I am, I swear. They just don't work well. Um... Anyway, my favourite thing about COVID has actually been, do you know that it is 10 years from we finished high school? Bye.
We have avoided any 10-year reunion. Oh god, no, we did talk about this. Yeah, oh, fuck that. <laughs> we, we avoided it. They're just... I mean, some some of the people in our school were literally talking about this as we were leaving sixth year. Someone in our school tried to organise a one-year reunion and we were like, what the fuck is the point in that? I think when they tried to do that, you and I just went to the pub and drank a lot of wine. Yeah, we just went and got a wanker on our own. It was great. I mean, that's... The summer after my first year of uni was definitely my most kind of stereotypical summer, if that makes any sense. Like, I was out every night. Basically, I have a May birthday. Oh, wait, no, that's so the summer. I turned, 18, I turned 18 at the start of that summer, so yeah, I went fucking crazy. Yeah, no, I, I just got my dates backwards. It was the summer before uni, before first year uni, not after. I, I was like, I wasn't home until the sun came up. It was that, wonderful. That's me now sometimes. I know, but I have aged terribly and I I can't do the things I did 10 years ago. We are in our 20s. I'm going to point that out again. Kaz just always sounds like she's an old woman. By the time this episode goes live, I will be in the final year of my 20s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the de- oh, well, no, I shouldn't really say exactly when, but yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah. Well, you can't say. I don't really care. The, the, this episode's going live the day after my birthday, so, you know, what, so what, what are y'all going to do? Go back in time and wish me happy birthday? Ha! So if you're listening to this on the day it's released, then it was Kaz's birthday yesterday. I'm probably still hyped up on sugar from the caterpillar cake that I am definitely going to get, which... What? Look at that. That was an accident. Well, while we're uh, talking to people in the future, can I just do a shout out? You may. Okay. Hey, future Eddie, stop putting on weight. Fucker. Don't hate yourself like that. We are not not a body negative podcast. I will not have this. No, but I'm dating again, so... Only, that doesn't matter. What matters is how you feel. You, you clearly dislike it, and that's what matters. Actually, but yeah, that was super insensitive. I am not a the like, shallow on the or body are not shaming important. person. I am not a shallow or body shaming person no, at not. all. The concept of a thigh gap fucking terrifies me. What the hell is that? Do you that? remember when I had one and I used to drop my pencils? Yep. <laughs> Eddie and I have been very close friends for, well, clearly more than a decade now. And... Yep. He has seen me at, you know, terrifying levels, both of um, being underweight and overweight. And I still think my favourite thing is when I'd kind of got over being quite ill and being quite underweight. You gave me a hug and said, oh, you, you're healthy. I'm so happy. And we're like, I was like, how did you know? Your boobs got bigger. Because... Of course, that is what one needs a gay best friend for. I think I still thought I was bi back then. Maybe I still am right now. I don't really give a shit. Oh, who cares, man? Yeah. Like, I, I don't care. I, I'm not going to sleep with you. Okay. Good. You're basically my sister. Yeah. And like, gross. We're not Lannisters. How long have we been recording and haven't even said the word phobia yet? I said the word phobia three seconds in. Anyway, as the I was saying, 
as I was saying, this time next week, I will be very much in my cake hangover stage. Because I am, funny you mention weight, I am on a weight loss journey. I will not say diet. I'm working very hard to be healthy. And I am not eating cake or anything like that at the minute. So my birthday, I'm getting a caterpillar cake. I am so excited for my caterpillar cake. That's like, a level of nostalgia I was not expecting. I am like a little child. I am I am just I cannot wait to get into that big mug of tea, get into the cake. Oh I, I'm so I'm even thinking about it, I'm so excited. But it was an accidental segue the first time around. That brings us to this week's topic. Yep, well caterpillars vaguely do. And what is this week's topic? Caterpillars this are insects. This was yours to research. Yes. Entomophobia. Also uh, known today as insectophobia, but I re but I don't really like that. I think I said that in a previous episode and I was like, that just tasted wrong in my mouth. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, Fucking hell. I mean, that was obvious. Come on. Yeah, yeah, no, insectophobia is... I don't like it. Entomophobia I like because I like the word entomology. Hmm because it's so like etymology and I, I am a pretentious git and I like words. Speaking of entomology, unsurprisingly, speaking of etymology, <laughs> unsurprisingly, the, etym We're professionals. the etymology of entomophobia, there we go, is Greek, um, entomos means insect, like, I feel like at this point, most of our phobias are coming from Greek, which would make sense. Well, most of them are, yeah. Yeah. Um, and have you ever seen the movie My Big Fat Greek Wedding? No, I don't watch crap. No, it's a brilliant film. I will not hear bad things about it. But Really? It looks so bad. It, it's actually hilarious. Um, yeah. But then again, I am a woman, so maybe I look at it from a female point of view. I don't know. But um, mm. there is a, a, like a, a running gag in that and the sequel where the father has moved to America from Greece and he is just obsessed with how, you know, Greek culture begat all these other cultures. Mm. Um, but he sits in his car and I won't do the accent because A, I'll do it wrong and B, I'll offend someone and I don't want to do either of those things. But yep. they're in the car with Tula is the main character. Um, they're in the car with her like as a child and her friends and their dad just to all of their like American friends is like, uh, right, Give me any word, any word in the world, and I'll show you where it comes from Greek. Hmm. And he just picks every <laughs> single word. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's stupid, but so fun. Well, the concept but, of a phobia is from, obviously, Greek, and it's um, it's from Greek. Yay. Coffee kicking. Um, well, that's not wrong. But I did find it a really fascinating. I'm not sure if it was really meant to be the way back then or if it's just the way we've adopted it now. But psychologically speaking, it was a real like leap forward in that it, it recognizes because phobia can be a fear or a hatred. Mm -hmm. And chemically and in the sense of how we react to it, like neurologically, fear and anger are the same thing. There's very little, if any, difference between how we appraise a situation and decide whether or not we are scared or angry at it. And you know what? That's something that I actually think I'm going to end up touching on a wee bit later on. Yep. Um, about how fear is linked in with other emotions, because it's a really complicated thing. Fear is 
What is fear? Is fear tangible? Is, you know, I don't know. Well, through your adrenaline, technically, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. But yeah, um, entomophobia is actually one of the listed um, phobias in the DSM, which I can mm-hmm. never say, Diagnostic Statistical Manual. You did it. I did it. I, I mean, I literally looked up the DSM for my um, dissertation. So I don't know why I have such difficulty in this. That was seven years ago. Why can I not say diagnostic statistical manual? Um, yeah, so it is actually a, a known fear, a, like a named fear. A spe- what's the word I'm looking for? A specific fear? A specific fear, um, like a fear of like a specific thing rather than what it can represent. Yeah. Um, and there was a study done in 2016. Now, a lot of the information I've got my research from today is from an article by Carrie Rom, which was on thecut.com. But I'm not going to name the full article, not for any mean purposes, but because the title of the article kind of gives away the point of the article as well, and it really bugged me. Hey! Uh, Bugged me. uh, Um, Fucking, fucking. uh. That was an accident. That was a real accident. But anyway, in um, in 2016, uh, American study... Our study was done in American on uh, the survey of American fears is what it was called. And 25% of the respondents said that they were afraid of insects and or spiders. I was going to say, like, would that be like conflated with arachnophobia, which I guess we will also talk about. Yeah, I I don't see the point in having a whole other episode for arachnophobia. Especially when so many people know so much about it already. Yeah, so really, we're talking about entomophobia in this episode, but... Basically, most of the things we say are also relevant to arachnophobia, except arachnophobia is specific to arachnids, aka mm-hmm. spiders, or spiders, depending on your pronunciation. What? What? What the hell are you talking about? Oh, have you never seen the movie Megamind? No. Oh, he calls. You're gonna keep bringing up movies. Like I am not for cultured. I don't. <laughs> I've oh, never you, seen... you can tell I did a drama degree sometimes, can't you? Um. Yeah, no, they're the dude he calls spiders spiders, and for some reason, that just sticks in my head. <laughs> Fair enough. I I thought you were just, I thought you had a friend who called them spiders. I'm like, you have a friend who needs to get checked out. Well, I mean, I have a sister who calls them spiders, but it's because of Megamind. Your family just your. She your refers family. to you know the top bit of strawberries, like the way the little leaves are. Yep. She calls them strawberry spiders. Strawberry spiders. I see that. Which like, is what I they look like. That. She's a, yeah. Right. She's a secret genius, my sister. But she never listens to the podcast, so she'll never know that I've said that. Hey, support us. Hey, leave her alone. She's got two kids. When does she have time to listen to us swearing? Fucking fair. Yeah, she can't play us whenever the kids are there. We swear too much. And I don't want to set a bad example. Actually, I've been uh, I've been told that my swearing on this is funny, so I'm going to keep doing it. Look, I'm not going to force it because I actually I'm not forcing swearing just to be funny. I, I actually why do would swear. You force much. swearing to be funny? Are we fifteen? I don't know. It's just like a lot. Of, like people seem to think that that's a thing, and it's like no. Like what you're hearing, the way you hear me talk, this is how I talk. I swear all. Oh, the Oh, is it about. like the way you'll say like absolutely and stuff? Yes. People think you're like, but that's just really fun to say. I actually had a uh, a job interview for a writing contract recently, and it took so much effort not to just swear through it. You know, that's why I talk. That is my that is like 
my vernacular like that's yeah. the way i speak it's a hard thing to get your head around and um, kind of cutting off the swear mm. because obviously i swear like a sailor i have the worst language ever but when i was doing more customer service based roles certainly more telephone based roles and mm. stuff that i'm doing at the minute it was all about the round around the time that my nephew was very young so i was cutting down on swearing anyway mm. So there is a little switch in my head that I have. It's, you know, I'm around kids or I'm in work and I don't swear. But it's really not helped by the fact that everyone on my team in work swear as much as we do. <laughs> cool. So the line has become blurred again. So <laughs> if I talk to other colleagues, I'm like, oh, wait, hold on. They're not as sweary as us. We're just really <laughs> sweary. We're just like, it's brilliant. I like. Shout out to the WBU. My team are pretty cool. It's like, hey, do you know X and XX and HR? It's like, ah, oh, yeah, that bumblefuck. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But hey. Um, I've gone way off topic. What I was going to say was... You're so the editor. The more off topic we go, the more work it is for you. I'm yeah, happy. So, yeah, none of this is getting edited. I can't be bothered. Sweet. So 25% of the respondents of this study said they were afraid of insects or spiders. But that is more than the number of people who said they were scared of becoming the victim of a violent crime or germs, oh. or even more, which I find fascinating, it's more than the amount of people who said that they were afraid of dying. Really? Yeah. So, like, so entomophobia this, this over... This was just on a, named, on a named fear list. You know, I don't know what format the survey had. Well, I, I I imagine necrophobia should be there too. Yeah. But, you know, maybe it was, you know, on a scale of 1 to 10, rate what scares you most. And insects came out really high, comparatively. That is that is actually fascinating. Because you think, like, a fear of death. You, you think, like, what are people afraid of? And, like, death is high up on that list. You think spiders and death. Yeah, spiders and death. Well, if you're that me, is... you know, spiders and clowns. I have to say, yeah. I hate spiders. I, you know, I'm doing this episode and blah, bugs I, don't bother me that much. Oh yeah, insects don't bother me. I don't like wasps. That's something because I, I know they can hurt me. Yeah, other than that, just, that, I don't. That's a sensible thing. Wasps, wasps are bastards. But other than that, I don't particularly give a shit. Like, uh, but nope. spiders, spiders make me uncomfortable. I wouldn't say I'm afraid of them. I wouldn't even say they make me anxious. It's like you know, if I see something moving in the corner of my eye in my living room, look down to the spider, I'll have a little like, oh like a bit of a jolt but as long as it's not on me nope. i don't care like as long as it's not on me i have no problem nope. with them like i don't really like killing anything no. except except time but uh, like spiders like <clears throat> i won't kill one like even if like there's one like in my bedroom or like you know like by my bed when i'm trying to sleep it's like right okay you go out the window now like i won't squish it oh no neither will i i am very scared of spiders and i will not kill a spider it's not fair yeah. that the thing has to die just because I'm freaked out by it. It's not doing me any harm. Yeah, if anything, they're doing good. Yeah, because they a, eat flies and shit. Twice uh, in one week, and this was like last month, um, I was wearing shorts around my flax. It was quite warm. Are you going to say um, something horrific that I'm going to die am. about? Twice in one week, and I'm talking like maybe two or three days apart, I was sat at my desk or my sofa and like one happened at my desk, one at my sofa, and I was just sat here and I looked down and there was a spider crawling up my leg. 
like I felt like a little tickle and just looked down and like there was just a spider just crawling up my leg. Like, oh my god! See, now that I can't stand because that brings me back to um oh. once. So my my mother has a greenhouse. And it is Oh not garden. the greenhouse. No, no, not the greenhouse. <laughs> garden spiders are these thick, monstrous looking things and I fucking hate them. And like she asked me to fetch like the watering can from the greenhouse one. And I went I I think I must have been maybe fifteen, sixteen. <gasps> and I went in like, I was like the the watering can was like in front of the door. So I so, like opened the door, stepped in, got the watering can, stepped out again. That's how long I was in there, like less than three seconds. I looked down and there were three spiders on my t-shirt, like on my chest. There were just three spiders just sitting there happily. I don't know how they got on me. I didn't feel myself walk through a web. I just looked down and they were there. I never went back in that greenhouse again. I have never been in your mom's greenhouse for that reason. And I actually quite like greenhouses as a thing in general. Mm. I love the smell of greenhouses, especially if people grow tomatoes. See, I like the humidity. I, I, I like that kind of heat that you get in greenhouses. Blech. No. I am I am a person who likes the cold. But yeah, you were talking about um garden spiders. I live in a field, dude. Oh god, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I am really like it's coming up to spider season and I have actually been forewarned by my boyfriend. I'd like to take a second, actually, now that I've remembered I haven't remembered for the last two shows, our theme music. Ah, yes. Was was um, written by Danny Stewart, and I keep forgetting to give him credit. So there you go. <laughs> um, there you go. You never listen either. You never listen. He never listens, uh, Eddie. He never listens to me. He does. He's actually a really like nice and supportive boyfriend. Don't slander him. <laughs> <laughs> he, he never listens to the podcast. The um. So yeah, uh, Kaz lives in a field, and I live in a big old city, so all you ever are is mean. Um, <laughs> so I don't get a lot of spiders. I don't see a lot of spiders. They're obviously here and they're around, but I don't see them a lot. Yeah, no, I got warned. When we lived in the city, um, our house was, was all right for spiders, but every once in a while you'd get a whopper, um, specifically in our living room, and I've no idea why. But mm. I would, you know, I would get Danny to get rid of it, and... He did warn me. He was like, hold on, we're moving out to, you know, this tin house in a field. Do you know the size of spiders you get out there? And I still hope that he's been taking the piss. I don't just, think he is, though. It's one of those things that's just always going to be in the back of your mind anytime like, you go outside or walk through a bush or something. I, but this is the other thing, and I will actually definitely touch on this. Um spiders outside don't bother me as much because they're supposed to be there so i just won't go over to them i won't like walk it you know if you're if you've left your garden for a while and then you come back and you see like a giant spider web with some big fuck off spider in it i'm not going to go walk through that web mm. but also i'm not really going to get rid of the spider as long as i'm not using the garden i'll be like all right whatever you do you so you live your life babe you go so, um, conversely, for some unsolicited views into my personal life, I was on a date last Saturday, right? With a guy who thinks spiders are cute. I hate him. Like, he, he finds them adorable. Like, he'd happily, like, lift one in his hand. Like, he finds them really cute. Like, he, he maybe promised, like, if, if a spider's ever around when I'm there, you have to, like, let me take it outside. I don't want you to hurt it. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, I, I'd never hurt a spider, but no. I'm fairly sure this guy is also our number one fan. Hi, Seb. 
I would say hi, but I've now decided I hate you, Seb, because you like he likes, spiders. He likes, Hawaiian, he likes Hawaiian pizza. All is forgiven. I fucking hate Hawaiian pizza. Anyway. Um, Seb likes Hawaiian pizza. He's my friend now. Um, Go on a date but, with me next next weekend, Seb. Yeah, he's very gay. but um, I could be a man. I mean, you could be. That's perfectly fine. I'm not, I mean, but, you know, I, 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 I could be. What was, yeah, so this is where I think things get interesting. Like he said he really likes not just spiders, insects in general, but like spiders he finds particularly cute. His words, cute. His word, cute. And um, he's, he was once in a villa in Spain that got overrun by ants. Like overrun. And he tried to escape by going in the pool. And that's how he learned that some species of ants can swim. Yeah, they can. But ants fascinate me because they're... Because you like mind. being in my mother's back garden? No, it's because they're a hive mind. Like, they communicate through pheromones, which I... Well, not technically a hive mind, like, but they communicate through pheromones, and they're, they're essentially telepathic. And ants are funny. Hmm. Sorry, my cat, used to, my cat used to roll in ants. Like, if she saw, like, a swarm of ants, like, scuttling around the ground, she'd roll in them for fun. Oh, chicken, what a funny cat. Yep. Um... But like, apparently, and farms, apparently, they're also ranchers. This is, again, Seb telling me this. They can actually raise aphids and have also been known to take care of caterpillars. Oh, no, I knew the aphids thing. I didn't know the caterpillars thing. That's Nor did I. pretty cool. But when it comes to arachnophobia, so, again, he finds spiders adorable, but then I asked him what he thought about daddy long legs. Oh. And they freak him out. Right, What? Yeah, no, so almost everyone I've spoken to, myself included, who is made uncomfortable or anxious or is legit scared of spiders, I ask them about daddy long legs and they'll be like, no, they're fine. Yeah, you asked but, me about this last week. And yeah. I, you said, you were like, right, you really hate spiders. What do you think about daddy long legs? And I was like, oh, there's one over there. I don't give a fuck. Well, it's like, that's the thing. It's like, um, like I had a daddy long legs like, living in my living room for a while. I called him Pierre because Pierna is Spanish for leg. And I thought that was hilarious. So. Like, and he just, like, lived, like, I don't mind Daddy Long Legs. Like, they, they can even be, like, on me, and I, I will not be I rescued a Daddy Long Legs um, the other day. I have, like, a wicker bin in my living room, and I kept hearing this flipping loud buzzing, and I couldn't figure out what it was. And it was a Daddy Long Legs who had, like, gotten his leg in in some of the wicker work, but couldn't get his leg out again. Oh, one got caught in my curtain in the same way. He got like a leg like caught between the threads. Yeah, and I so I kind of had to go over and just like kind of open the wicker a little bit and jiggled it so we could get out. But I was, I've never seen a Daddy Long Legs do that. But do you remember that rumor that went around that Daddy Long Legs were, were actually, poisonous. but were the most poisonous? Yeah, that was bollocks. Everyone. But the Daddy Long Legs are the most poisonous spider or whatever the hell they are, but they have no teeth. Yeah, but they have no fangs, and it just—I mean, like what? I want to say it's clearly bollocks, but like I've—I've I've never researched hey, maybe it. It's, I just, maybe it's not bollocks. Maybe it's true. I just sort of heard it and was like, that—that that just can't be true. Answers on the <laughs> postcard, please, folks. Yeah. So this kind of brings in the the article I was reading. Um, this article looked at five reasons why we're scared of insects. Mm-hmm. It gave five reasons. So I'm going to go through the five, I suppose, is the best thing to do. Okay. Uh, and shout, I suppose. Uh, so number one, number one reason that we are scared of insects is, shockingly, 
because some of them are actually dangerous. <laughs> well, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they're not always innocent. It, it, mosquitoes, for example, carry deadly illnesses. You know, mosquitoes kill people. Fleas. Was it fleas caused the Black Death to spread? Yeah, it was the fleas on the rats. Yeah. Um. So there's this potential of a few species of insects to cause harm, but they cause so much harm that a, a lot of scientists would believe that they've ruined things for all other insects. Our fear of, you know, creepy crawlies and things like that is... Um, what does this say it is? An overly cautious but hardwired form of self-preservation. Which I just thought, I, I, could, I left that quote in because I thought it was really interesting. That is, it's sort of an evolutionary thing. Yeah, of like, it, you know, why, um, why, why the whole thing of why like, most cats are fucking terrified of cucumbers because they look like snakes. Yeah, we're evolved to be attuned to things that are potentially going to hurt us, like potentially dangerous animals. Not and... to the level that Assassin's Creed seems to think, but yeah. True. So... There's something in our brain. We have been wired this way because historically our ancestors have been harmed by, you know, or at least endangered bugs, or endangered by, them. by bugs. Um, which brings me to an entirely different topic, which I'll come back on at some point. And I do. I'm starting to think we should maybe do an episode on it. Mm -hmm. Um, would be the Uncanny Valley. Well, we did cover that in episode one. But we covered it, but we haven't... I I don't know. I, maybe there's more to me in it. Maybe there's not more in it. But I was actually reading something during the week and it was about how, you know, why do things that aren't quite human freak us out? And that was the same... It was the same argument. It was, well, hold on. Humans are predisposed to... To recognise each other. Yes, but not even that. Humans are predisposed to be wary of something that causes them danger. Well, of course, yeah. So well, any animal. Is. In what, you know, in what way, in what point in history did something that looked quite like a human but not a human pose us danger? You see, I, I think the un, the uh, discomfort that we feel from the uncanny valley doesn't. What? I was just making creepy noises. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I think the danger is that uh, the, just the anxiety that comes from or discomfort that comes from the uncanny valley i don't think that's related to a danger response um it's more that we are hardwired to recognize each other we're hardwired to recognize other humans I don't want to ruin my fun. unless you have what i think is called prosopagnosia which is the inability to recognize faces but um, are you moving around quite a lot uh no you're just you're swapping from ear to ear strangely yep. in my ears I've only, I've only got one mic, so I don't know how, but... Um, ah, well, sorry. Uh, if that got picked up in the recording, sorry, I don't know what I was doing. Uh, but the Uncanny Valley comes from... Yeah, the whole we're like, programmed to recognize faces in other people, and like, specifically faces, and um, the, it, it looks close enough to something that we're supposed to recognize and supposed to empathize with and know oh, that's a fellow human being, but it's just so slightly off mm. that, that we don't like our brains are like i can't i don't like this this is what does I'm supposed not to be compute yeah so i don't think the uncanny valley is a danger response all right ruin my fun that's a psychology degree yeah freaky person who likes demons and shit <laughs> um okay so if our fear of insects comes from the fact that they do us harm 
right? Or at least can do us. Yeah. Or are perceived to be able to do us harm. Yeah. Why? And obviously that sounded really mansplaining. I'm very sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you said the same thing, but in a deeper tone of voice. Pretty um, much. And therefore, sorry about that. Did not mean to come across as condescending. I know you didn't. You were, you were just summarizing what I said. I didn't feel mansplained to. So, obviously, if we go by that theory, humans, humans. What are humans? Humans. I've been trying to figure that out my whole fucking life. Humans, and I still don't know. Um, are scared of things that pose a danger to them. So why are we not quite as scared? I suppose would be the right thing of like bears we make children's toys i see i actually do know the answer of to this bears one. why is they're it the mammals. same as the reason that i have it's because here? they're mammals oh that would uh, hold on that would make perfect sense do you remember number two do you remember when um i think it was sky had the like save this like endangered frog in the rainforest campaign going on a few years back oh yeah yeah, um, that failed miserably. Oh, because because we are more inclined to care about other mammals than we are about anything else. So, bear a bear, very fucking dangerous creature, is a a big furry mammal. So, it's it's like it, it's something that we recognize in ourselves, and that's why humans care more about other mammals than they, in general than they do about any other creature. What's interesting is that, like, immediately, I'll go back to number two, but that immediately jumps us to number three on this mm -hmm. article. It, it's that um, insects look weird. Yeah, we, they're We did a xenophobia in there, guys. They look different. Um, so some researchers would believe that... That would technically be neophobia. Yeah, true. That we find them terrifying because they're so unlike us. We, we can't relate. You know, their skeletons are outside their bodies. They have a skittery way of moving. They have too many legs. They have too many eyes. Yep. And that's, to be honest, that's what it is about spiders that gets me. It's the way they move. These are for me, it's the thorax. They're like big, bulbous. I'd like the, I like the word thorax, though. It is a good word. And also, their legs um, don't have any bones in them. They actually are controlled by blood. So are my sisters. What? <laughs> my my sister. Casco, fuck! Did you just say? <laughs> I swear to God, next next time you're in Northern Ireland and you're anywhere near my sister, grab her wrist, not like in a harmful way. With Please consent, the, I would the assume. The background noise. I'm moving in my chair. Um. Yes. No. Say hello. Can I grab your wrist? Cas has told me to. Um, which I'd like to point out is a lot more, you know, a lot more, what's the word? Uh, a lot more of a request than you usually give me. You just grab bits of me. But I, I, I like to greet Caroline by squeezing her honkers. Norks. <laughs> um, I actually meant my chin, my, my giant chin that everybody likes to grab. Um, oh, no, I, I I'm really creating a really thing. attractive picture of myself. <laughs> guys i have a giant chin glasses huge norks and i'm overweight there you go and my only fans is <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no my sister i don't know what we, we're like we, we, she's a freak um 
she has like really really skinny bones or something you know if you put your, put your fingers around your wrist right you yep. can feel your bone yeah in your wrist if i do that to my sister and i squeeze and i wiggle i <clears> still <throat> will not feel bone so you, you, your sister has the limbs of a spider basically yes well so i um a friend of ours explained it to me when he told me like how spiders move and he said like he explained that and he went so basically um, a spider's legs like work in the same way as a human penis you just gagged didn't you i just choked on my cup of tea <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah that was a pretty disgusting way to hear about that. i'm gonna i'm gonna swap from what we said last episode i'm gonna swap and i'm gonna go hi mom <laughs> <laughs> Hello, any of my family who are listening. Eddie's talking about penises again, Mom. I can exactly hear her. I can like hear it. her replying to our podcast, going, "Well, that's not new." I don't talk about. Uh, fuck it. No, but you know, <laughs> she knows you. <laughs> that she does. We were all on that same holiday last year, boy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let's not bring that up. That's a little too personal. Oh, no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Um, right, okay. So, one of the theories, and we have touched on this, and funny enough, me retching into my cup of tea um, brought brings us back to number two, is that we find insects disgusting. And not just that they look weird. We are actually repulsed by them, which is what I was saying about um, fear being linked up with other emotions you were yeah, talking about yeah, fear so and hatred being touched. the same um, but fear and in terms of insects fear and disgust seem to be linked it seems to be like a rejection response I would say a virgin yeah like that feeling that you have to get the thing away from you right now yes or get away from the thing yeah, yeah so I understand that entirely yeah I was um, I was reading a bit more into this and again you know like the being scared of something that can cause us harm that disgust mechanism is designed to keep us safe. You know, we're just, as humans, we are, unless you have a really weird kink, disgusted by, like, feces. Yeah. Or rotten food. And, you know, what would be in rotten food? Maggots. Maggots mold, which is also alive. Yeah. But those things have the potential to harm us and make us sick. So we are disgusted by them. Mm -hmm. Because we somewhere in our brain somewhere in our not our monkey brain because i feel like our monk that's it's not our monkey brain it's that's an insult to monkeys it's something older than that it is something primal isn't it's it it's yeah. something much more primal than our monkey brain it's but I then you know. get people what is like, that our then you get people like Chad who think spiders are adorable look he might think spiders are adorable but he knows the pineapple goes on pizza so i can't argue with him anymore swear to god Ha, 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 ha. Actually, going on another date with him later today. I will be bringing this up. <laughs> I was going to say something really mean there. I really would rather you didn't. <laughs> Actually, no, we're both know you're going to anyway. Fucking go ahead. I was going to say, I can see, you know, are you going to contact me the day before we air this and go, it went badly, Kaz. Delete all references. <laughs> <laughs> Edit them out. He would Edit them out. Amused. Edit them out. <laughs> <laughs> He's secretly a Trump supporter. Get rid of him. Um, now, you're going to know... Uh, sorry, sorry. What, what, what? 
No, I was. Okay. Oh, that was what I was going to say. That it's. That I was just saying about how this is a mechanism to keep us safe. We know something is not safe to consume or not safe to touch. Mm-hmm. So over time, we've come to go. Oh, well, there's a bug on that. It must not be clean. It must not be okay. We can't go That's near like- that. So then we es- essentially, over time, shoot the messenger. So we then see a bug and we go, Ugh! when really it should be, oh, I see a bug, it's on this food, I shouldn't eat the food. This is all why, you know, arachnophobia and endemophobia are so common. Like, you look at, uh, like, the game Limbo, which has the incredibly, like, famous sequence where a giant, sp- the whole game is a silhouette, like, it's all done in silhouettes. And there is a giant spider chasing you, and then, like, you know, eventually you somehow manage to kill it, and then you have to, like, rip off its legs and roll what's left of its body to like finish a puzzle and it's fucking unnerving it is absolutely unnerving but then you see films Ew. like you know eight-legged freaks and well how about um what's that word the eponymous arachnophobia yep that's a great film <laughs> i've not seen it because i just don't i don't like spiders in films it's really weird i actually react more strongly to spiders in like films than i do in real life, probably because they're always like zoomed in on and made to look as creepy as yeah, possible. True. Well, in another in another episode of Hi Dad, um, <laughs> I definitely saw the movie Arachnophobia when I was a child. I don't remember being scared of spiders before I saw that movie. <laughs> yeah, but I've seen the birds, and I still quite like birds. Um, yeah, but Arachnophobia, like I have a really specific memory of a spider coming out of a dead guy's nose. Oh no! Oh, there, there was a scene like that in The Walking Dead, and I straight up couldn't watch it. Yeah, no, that's. But that's like it's because like they were undead. It was someone who was like still moving and like lurching towards them. They opened their mouth and like spiders, just the like, huge fucking spiders, just came out of their mouth and nose and stuff. And I was like, nope, 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 nope. But yeah, no, arachnophobia is fuck everything about that. It is. I don't know if I could rewatch it again as an adult. Like apparently, it's actually a comedy horror. So it's not a horror then. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was horrified. <laughs> I was scared. I was scared. By the way, Net- Netflix, if anyone who works for Netflix is listening, can you please get like a um, scary movie off the horror section of Netflix? <laughs> I'm fucking sick of seeing that. It's not a horror. <laughs> Do you know when I was, whenever like scary movie would have come out when I was quite young, I was scared by scary movie. Scary Movie 3 freaked me out, but that's just because Samara freaked me out. Like, The Ring yeah. was a terrifying film, and they actually made her look like Samara. So for a bit, I was freaked out, but that's not because it was a horror film. It was because it reminded me of a horror film. Yeah, Very well, different. Yeah, actually, you're right. That's what it was. It was reminding me of things that, you know, like horror troops that did scare me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you, so you're going to know what I'm going to want to talk about when I say the word legs. 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 Hi, Jill. Don't do this to Jill. Mm-hmm. We mentioned Jill in our last episode. Jill is a very close friend of ours. Amazing woman. She, she she doesn't stand for the legs. See, that's what... She, very specific rule. If it has more than four legs, it needs to go away and or die. Yeah. Like dogs, cats, other people to an extent. Um <laughs> She has some like lizards living around her house. She lives in Spain. Yeah, um, you kind like, of these are all, hard to not have all, lizards living around your house. These are all fine. Anything with more than four legs needs to go away and or die. I specifically remember uh, not to embarrass her because again, this is like she she has entomophobia. Like she 
legit. She has, she is yeah. Islamophobic. Um, she, we were driving like quite slowly around town. I think we were like doing a rubbish run or something before heading out. And uh, we like she got into the car like after we'd stopped for a bit, like started to drive, and then all I heard when I was in the passenger seat was her just screaming the word legs over and over again. She was going legs, 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 legs. And she scrambled to get her seatbelt off and leapt out of the car. And I saw it and there was, there was an insect. I don't remember what type. It looked kind of like one of those like green daddy long legs that you see sometimes. Mm. And um, she stood about five meters away from the car while I got it out of the car. And I said that that is a good, that is a, reaction to a phobia like she has entomophobia but it is specifically legs it is the yeah. amount of legs they have that freak her out it's become such a thing really in our in our friend circle that when we were talking about what to do for this episode we are, i'm pretty sure i just messaged you and said yeah we should do legs legs yeah and, and we went yeah legs yeah immediately you did she meant entomophobia. It's, it's become the shorthand essentially yep, for for our friend group that if someone goes legs, that's like if if, if like, you, you uh, what someone would an actual hearing... fear of legs be called? I don't. I don't think. I'm not sure if they had a different word for legs in Greek for arms. Like I think it's um. Funny enough, I only recently learned this in Estonia. Um, the different parts of the arm are all just called the hand. In Irish, your foot and your leg are both called your cuss. Let's say like toes uh, in both French and Spanish. Toes and fingers are just called digits. Mm-hmm. There's no separate word for them. Uh, the point where, like, a French woman I knew once was like, "Oh yeah, my foot fingers hurt." And <laughs> yeah, that's actually what I was going to say. In in yeah. Irish, you can say "cuss," and you mean you basically mean legs and feet. Um, but your "lav" is your hand, but "lav cuss" is your foot, hand foot, foot hand. Huh. Sorry, I, I, I'm just googling the whole fear of legs things and. Skelopendrophobia is a fear of millipedes, uh, which is quite cool because in I, I knew in Spanish escalopendra is millipede. Mm. So I, I actually I, I just saw that. it's like that's one of those things where if I just saw that word written down, I would know it from the Spanish because scalopendra. And in case you didn't realize by episode three, we're both language nerds. <laughs> Absol- absolutely, yep. Hundred percent. As many languages as possible, please. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, what I was going to say, and this <laughs> this is absolutely not linked to what I just said, but I said as many languages as possible, please. And then I glanced at my screen and the next thing I have written is four, because there are too many of them. <laughs> there are too many different variations of insects. It, it, this is the whole there's no such thing as a fish thing, right? No, it's not even the variations of insects. It's the swarm idea. Oh yes, I see. Like a lot of them do travel in swarms. Like insects are quite social creatures for the most part. Yeah, and like what you were saying about ants. Ants, mm-hmm. you know, would really, really fit into this. That they have this not a hive mind, but we'll go for the term hive mind. Um, I think Sam. Sorry, I think Sam actually also mentioned this. Why he likes insects so much is because he loves how social they are and how they work together and have communities and like societies. And that makes perfect sense. And hi- hierarchies as well. But when I you think, think of what like bees. I think this. Like, in terms of a fear, it seems to be that people, you know, obviously the the whole societies thing, and yeah, like with bees, with their queen bees and stuff, mm. that's fascinating. But the idea that the amount of them can scare people, it seems to be linked to some sort of 
idea that they are a hive mind and they are not individuals. Like they are, they are one entity that can yeah, move. Like that it, can move it, autonomously. It kind of yeah. threatens our idea of being a you know unique an individual being mm. because they In are a Western a individualist mind. society. You know, essentially, they are you know the Borg. Ah uh, yes, even I got that reference, and I've never seen an episode of Star Trek in my life. Or unit or unity from Rick and Morty for all of you under thirteen listening to this. <laughs> and if you're over thirteen and recognize the Rick and Morty reference, you've probably seen Star Trek, so Yeah. We'll we'll stick with the Borg reference, thank you very much. Alright. Um Lafouches of Borg. Um Yeah, so this idea that we are individuals and that's very much what makes humans tick, is that we are all we are all completely individual all of us um and the idea that there are too many i'm, I'm very sorry but everyone's a little bit racist just came into my head <laughs> <laughs> sorry god that's a funny musical avenue q everybody just go and see it it's incredibly uh, offensive to every single creature on the planet Again, this is not a sponsor video. We're not getting paid by this, but yes, watch oh, but Avenue can. Q. They, they can get pay tickets us. to Avenue, get tickets to Avenue Q once it's safe to do so. It, it, it's just one of the best shows ever. I've seen it, I think, three times now. I've seen it twice. On the subject of offensive musicals, um, one of my favourite podcasts, actually, I'm just going to say this, one of my favourite podcasts, um, The Ghost Story Guys, if I ever actually manage to get in contact with them to ask them to play a promo, that would be amazing. Mm. Um, hey, if not, whatever, but go listen to the Ghost Story guys, Brennan Storney and Gabe, fucking brilliant podcast. They refer to the whole, this this whole COVID situation, you know, these unprecedented times. Oh my God, I'm so sick of hearing that. I, I really miss precedented times. They were great. Yeah, I never thought I'd miss predictability, but here yeah. we are. Um... But they refer to the whole the whole thing, the whole shit show, as turducken. That's just what they call it. Because it's It's gross. just a mess within a mess within another yeah, mess. It's gross and no one wants it. But it's there. <laughs> so uh, turducken. Um Like Hawaiian pizza. Hey, everybody wants Hawaiian pizza. I had a point. Eh, fuck you. I don't know what the point was, but I had a point. Yes, um, I was talking about turducken ruining lives. Um, so, in in between us recording and this being broadcast, I was due to go to Cardiff. So, hello to any Cardiff people. I'm not sure if any of you have got the message about the podcast yet. Um, but if so, hello. Hello, Do Cardiffers. you understand a word I'm saying? My accent has drastically changed in the six years since I moved back home. Um, I sound like myself again <laughs> instead of like a, I don't know, per ripoff of Nessa from Gavin and Stacey. It was like how my dad and sister uh, made fun of me for saying I when I first moved to Scotland. Who I was like, I? we're Irish. We're Irish. We say I all the time. We've been saying I for years. You both say I. You say, <laughs> I said I. I. Oh, well. Um, but yes, yeah, so I was due to go away this weekend. But in terms of fantastic offensive musicals, I was due to go to Dublin in December to see The Book of Mormon. I really want to see that. And we still have the tickets booked. You know, we don't Fingers know crossed. what's happening. 
I don't know. It's a musical, so that's definitely not happening anytime soon. No, very true. Um, a lot of people on stage um, shouting towards a crowd of people. Yeah, not exactly something that anyone wants a part of right now. No. No. And, and also the kind of close quarters you have to be in in terms of rehearsals and stuff. Uh, of course, I didn't even think of that. Of course um, you did, to degree. Mm. But something needs to happen. Um, I really feel for any listeners or just any of our friends who are in the entertainment biz in any way you know fucking save them guys shit's bad um, support your local arts yeah really really do they really need it right now oh, yeah i know that sounded sarcastic because fucking everything i say sounds sarcastic but yeah no seriously support your local arts like oh shit dude is dying you could right tell there. me you love me and i would still think you're being sarcastic i love you yeah fuck off <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of telling things to fuck off i am on fire with my links today with my segues. Yeah, I mean, me too. Um, one of the... Number five on my list of five reasons why we hate bugs is because they trespass on our turf. Ah, you see, that I understand. Um, like, I, I have friends who understand this as well. Like, yep, no problem. I would never, like, think to, like, it was spider if I'm outside and would step on it mm-hmm. or, like, try to, like, coax it to get away from me. It's like, no, we are... This we actually bring up Jill again in this, but no, it's like if it's in my flat, it knows what it did. I'll still do my best not to squish it, but I mean, if it simply will not cooperate, then all bets are off. But this will bring us back on to Jill because Jill actually has a field that she quite likes to go to to like you know relax or write or read or have picnics or whatever, and there are insects everywhere. Like insects that she said she's never she didn't even know it knew existed. She was talking about like beetles that resembled jewelry. And stuff, and like this is Jill who had to get out of a car and like stand away from the car while like a daddy long legs ish thing was inside the car. But she has no problem in that field, surrounded by the fuckers, because in her words, you're in their land, you are on their territory and their space, and therefore it doesn't annoy her so much. It's like I said earlier, you know, a spider outside, I'm not going to go and bug it because it's allowed to be out there. Mm. You know, a, a spider. Take for example, um, I went to the bathroom last night, and I live in a little tin hut, and there was a spider in my shower. Not a very big one, but it was there, and it was noticeable, and I saw it. And I was thinking, you're not allowed to be there, but I'm not going to bug you right now because I don't need to use the shower right now. You can stay for tonight. It's dark. It's cold. I won't put <laughs> you out yet. Yeah, fair enough. Like, you know, it's it's getting colder out there. So I was like, oh, you can stay there. And about two seconds later, I looked by my sink and there was an earwig. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. This is what happens when you literally live in a tin house in a field. There was a woodlice in my bathroom That's the other day. Epic. And I can't remember the last time I saw a woodlice. A slater, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I have no idea why people call them slaters either. Um, no. oh, I haven't seen one in ages, actually. I see lots of bugs here. There's lots of beetles around here, actually. I see. I'd have to sort this out before, you know, I build a house and y'all come and visit. Because we clearly oh, can't have these bugs in the house. Oh, I definitely will. <laughs> we have to get rid of the bugs. <clears throat> no, they're all, they're all going to imprint onto you and move with you. 
well, they're not going to have moved far. <laughs> Fair. You know, talk to me in 10 years' time. The exact spot I'm sitting in right now will probably be, I don't know, my living room. I don't know. Fair enough. And houses are hard, right? Just everybody go and live in tin houses and just become one with the insects and don't worry about them because they're not this doing anything. This has been life advice with Kaz and Eddie. Life advice with Kaz and Eddie. <laughs> do, yeah, do, like I'm in any do, position to give anyone fucking do, life do, advice. Do, Jesus. Yeah, like I am. Hello. <laughs> Does Neither anybody want to be a field together. actress? <laughs> so I'm out of shit to talk about. What about you? I am also out of shit to talk about. I Hooray! think we should leave these people alone now. I'm done with my community service of talking to you for another week. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> You've talked to me like at least twice since we recorded the last episode of your own free will. And we were getting drunk and watching horror films. Yeah, we still of your own free will. Yeah, so you think. Uh, do, we, do we have free will? That's way too much of a conversation. Oh, no. <laughs> on that note, on that note, guys, I am going to call it a day. If you have any questions or comments or you want to hurl abuse at us, I don't know, uh, or you have any ideas of what we could talk about, um, send us an email at phobiaphobiapodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at podcastphobia. And we are also on Facebook. I'm pretty sure we're just called phobiaphobia there because... Yeah. Facebook doesn't allow you to have the word podcast in a thing. Um, yeah. Uh, also, I'll probably be setting up the YouTube channel for delayed releases at some point. Uh, next episode is going to be mine, and I'm thinking of doing nyctophobia because it is one that very much fascinates me, which is a fear of darkness and or the nighttime. And a fear of people called Nick. I don't think I've ever met a Nick in my life. I don't think I have either. <laughs> At least cool. your boss called Nick. Yeah, I have. Right. Bye, dudes. Bye-bye.